Welcome back to another episode of Life Talk. Uh, we've got an awesome episode in store for today. So basically, we're going to spend uh, at least 30 minutes, maybe a little more, probably going to go a little over. It probably will. We, I've, I've come to this session with a bunch of questions written down on this piece of paper. I hope you guys have come prepared too. Basically, you have like 30 to, you have the rest of this <laughs> podcast to answer my questions and convince me why I should go vegan. There you go. Let's go. Let's roll the I intro. Hopefully you're excited First, about that. let's roll the intro. I'm sorry, Chase. I stole your thunder completely. I'm sorry. We're leaving that <laughs> in. We're leaving that in. Roll the intro. You're listening to Life Talk, a podcast where we openly share our thoughts and experiences in order to answer one simple but profound question. How do we pursue a meaningful life? My name is Oliver, and I'm joined by Dylan and Chase. Each week, we strive to jumpstart the discussion around this question through honest conversations about what it means to live a life of purpose. I can't believe we're finally here. See, Chase, I thought you weren't going to say roll the intro. I thought you'd forgotten. <laughs> and But now I just went and messed up your whole starting spiel. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but the thing is we're not going to restart because that no. was funny. No. <laughs> we're going to leave that in. No, that's my it. B. That's my B. Still, it's all good. Just don't do it again. <laughs> I will, I will roll the intro. I know where you live. <laughs> roll Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah, you guys, we're uh, we're ready. Like Oliver said, we're here. We're here, here. guys. Let's 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 take it let's take it back a second and 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 really appreciate where we are right now because, like we've talked about before, with me going vegan, re- this is pretty still recent. Pretty st- pretty still recent. Still pretty recent. If I can talk today, um, but yeah, you go back six no more than that, more than half a year ago, and my views were completely different on this topic, and now. I I've learned a lot more and am very much within this. And even talking to Chase, when I went vegan, he's like, "No, nah, I'll never go vegan." <laughs> and now, now we're here, and he's like <laughs> genuinely curious, and it's so cool. It's so cool to see. I'm I am curious. The thing is, like, I hope and and you two know this, but for anyone who's listening, and this may be like one of your first episodes or anything, um, I don't think I'll ever go fully vegan. Yeah. Um, but I I will 100. percent You know, I, well, I shouldn't say that. If you guys answer my questions and convince me in the next over the course of this podcast right, right. that it's a viable option, yeah, I will go like plant based, and then I'll only have uh, meat when I'm just like out having a dinner with my family or out, you know, doing something with my girlfriend, who's totally. a carnivore, and yeah. um, you know, but I will go fully plant based if you guys can prove to me that it's viable. You can answer my questions uh, properly, so. I'm, yeah, I mean, I've always been curious, and, and, and like sure. that's that's great. Like it's really, I feel yeah, like that's all awesome. all it's really about is is tending to eat more plants. Like I, yes. I think the <laughs> the the like definition of of vegan and and being like a hundred percent vegan is is intimidating and also just not right for most people. Yeah, yeah. where or not not right in the sense that like people are not going to to do that, but everyone can eat. Eat some more fruit, eat some more veg, and feel yeah. better, and help well, the I environment think off and help of that, the world. Yeah, and I think off of that, it's, the it's 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 more of a, a transition too. I think once you realize that it's not that hard to get the majority of your calories from plants, you know, like Chase said, like going majority plant based. The way I look at that is you're getting the majority of your calories from plants, and if you still have some animal products here and there. Yeah, it's fine. Like, like I think especially transitioning into it 100%, it's very difficult 
to go full full in kind of like i did i don't know how i don't know why it was easy for me but it, it was but like for most people i don't think that's the case yeah it's one of those like aggressive high reaching things that won't work for most people yeah so. well it's it's looked at as aggressive i think but reality is it's really not well we shall see yeah we'll talk see. about it today we shall see because <laughs> I, I yeah i'm very curious especially especially now with the current situation I'm in my life, which we'll get into as we go on. Exactly. Yeah. Very curious. So are you well, too ready? Yeah. Do you I'm guys re- have, uh, are you prepared? Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe a good place to start before we get into this question, these questions are just to give just a brief, brief history of where we're all at with this. Oliver, you were just saying that you, your views were yeah. totally different six months ago, but now yeah. um, you've been vegan for a few months. Just, you've been trying it out and enjoying it. Uh, for me, yeah. I've been, I was raised vegetarian, so I've been vegetarian my entire life. I've never eaten yeah. meat, and then I've been vegan for three years or so, just over three yeah. years, and uh, really enjoy it. And like I, I love it, and don't think I'll ever eat meat or dairy again. Um, yeah. And then for Chase, what do you want to talk briefly about your just history and your, I mean, I don't know your current thoughts on on all of it um, yeah i was raised uh, a norm a normal, normal. <laughs> carnivore i don't know what not the carnivore i mean I, I think omnivore. just just like meat eater you could just say i like, just said standard, standard american diet. yeah yeah <laughs> i was raised eating meat um and and other things not just meat. No, not, <laughs> that's, that's a little crazy <laughs> uh but you know um just a, a normal diet i would say more more um what would be associated with the normal diet of an american i guess yeah um meat most days you know for multiple meals usually and that's just kind of how it was and now i live on my own in la buy my own food um if you've listened to past episodes you know that i'm all about saving money on buying food and And everything meal prep i i create my meal (laughs) everything everything yeah (laughs) but i like eating and what i eat is very important to me um if (laughs) if only for how much it costs and how much i can actually save to do it but now I'm in this stage where it's even more important than ever. Um, basically, the job that I've had over the last few months has catered and given me free dinners um, most weeks, and that means I've only had to cook, you know, four meals per week. Now, the NFL season is over. For those of you listening, I work at the NFL. The NFL season is over. I will not get those catered meals anymore. Oh so no! I'm increasing the amount of meals that I have to make. That's for where this is coming from. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're getting to the point where I've I've been in the system of being like, wow, I've only spent sixty dollars per month on food, <laughs> which is like, insane. Yeah, I'm spending like I'm down to below twenty dollars a week over the course of my time here in LA. Wow. Yeah. In LA. And but in yes, LA but now, but now I might need to like I don't want that to like suddenly increase because I have to make more meals when in reality I will. So that's going to be one of the things that I look at here. So that's, that's where I'm coming from. Um, Sounds good. And <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's why, that's why I wanted to add this episode. Sounds good. And then what do you, what do you, th- what are your, like, um, do you feel like, do you feel like as Oliver has uh, done this and, and tried this, do you feel like that's made you, I, mean, I don't know, like think differently about it at all? Yeah, I think it's I think it's made me view. I don't want to say that like Oliver's journey has made me become more aware of veganism 
for vegetarianism, however you choose to look at it. Um, I think what Oliver has made me realize, because Dylan, I grew up with you. Yeah. And I grew up with your your family, you know, eating the way that they did forever. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, that was your guys' option. Or sorry, that was your guys' choice. And you stuck with it, never never changed path, never, uh-huh. never, never wavered, you know. But that was that was different than meeting Oliver and well, obviously I've known Oliver my whole life, but watching him as he went from totally uh, the diet that I have, and within like, I didn't even know that he went through yeah. the transition. <laughs> if, if you listen to earlier podcasts, you'll know that this was a complete surprise to me. Then he suddenly switched. Um, the thing about the thing that was different, Dylan, between what I knew before and then when Oliver became a, a plant based vegan person, yeah, is um, just like the literal health benefits behind it that that come with um how you work out and how you treat your body and so i think it's made it more prominent in my mind yeah because before i looked at this as dylan is a vegan because he chooses to be mm-hmm. yeah it's a way of life that is different mm-hmm. what i didn't think of it was uh, i didn't think of it like an option that can improve my my body the same way that some people view eating meat as an option to improve your body because i'm not gonna you know there's obviously people vying for both sides. Yeah, totally. Don't want to tell either one that they're wrong or completely right. But I think what I've seen Oliver do is like forge a bridge as, as kind of this medium <laughs> ground. Even though he is fully vegan, he's shown me that, that there's more to it than being simply a choice of a way of life. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Where it's, totally. Like, it's like deeper. There's a deeper level to what Oliver did than what I've known Dylan doing as doing my whole life. Yeah, that's you. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's I cool. don't mean to big Oliver up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really boosted my ego there. Thank you, Chase. <laughs> don't, don't let that go to your head. Oliver. All right. Do not let this conversation go to your head. All right. I won't. I won't. I won't. Um, but I think that you make some good points there. I think um, it is interesting when you look at somebody who is like in Dylan's position where he's been like largely plant based, obviously vegetarian most of his life, but um like it's it's been just a part of his life it just seemed like what he what he did who he was but it's more than that and then i think there is like you said there is a lot of different factors that go into it for reasons why people want to go plant-based and want to try it out and are curious about it whether it's for health whether it's environmental reasons whether it's uh, animal rights reasons whatever it is there's like there's so many different avenues to get into it yeah and i think my avenue was an interesting one to get into um for sure it's like dylan and i were black and white yeah and i that's how i viewed it and oliver introduced like shades of gray <laughs> yeah, sure. i didn't know sure. i didn't that's know good. that those shades of grays were these they options existed, that you could right. push yeah so there you go cool. I, this is like you know we we came into this episode with one very distinct idea that we were going to talk about and we have filled it with chitter chatter so i know let's get into do it do you guys want to jump okay into we'll this jump into yeah. it right now? yeah i'm ready okay so we're going to start. We're going to start. You have the rest of this podcast that can answer my questions and see if you can convince <laughs> me okay. to actually put this into action. Um, so, slight little bit of more backstory. Basically, with each of these questions, I'll bring up why they're relevant. Like, I don't just want to be asking questions that are random. Sure. Like, this sure. first question, um, very relevant to me. Because what I eat, for those of you who, who haven't listened before, who haven't heard this all the time, <laughs> what I eat at home is basically... Um, the same exact dinner and the same exact lunches every single day. Yeah. And um, since the beginning of this podcast, I've gotten even more plant-based than I ever was before now. And it's because, like, 
I don't have anything. I, the only meat that I have in my diet that I made for myself is um, chicken breasts, where I'll have one chicken breast for dinner every night that mm -hmm. I cook. That's the only thing. Other, other than that, my lunches are like peanut butter and jellies and chips um, and whatever, you know, sometimes random snacks that come with that. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so my dinners are green beans, chicken, and rice. That's what I have for dinner no matter what. When I cook, that's all I have. Occasionally, yeah. I'll throw in some sausages. That'll be my, that'll be like special treat. The only, the only, the only <laughs> thing that's treat. different. Exactly. <laughs> though, the only treat that I give myself. So, so there's that. That's what I eat every night. Now, up until now, I've had to make basically four chicken breasts per week. That's been my, that's been my thing. Moving forward, I would now have to make seven. Yes, sir. Yeah. I want to know if instead of doing that, and maybe even con continuing to make chicken for myself. What if I spend the other three days eating something else? What can I substitute for chicken breast? This is literally I'm I'm asking you guys this question as like a one to one a one to one substitution. Sure. What can I trade in my breast of chicken for <laughs> that is vegan, that is plant based, that will uh, supply the same, you know, nutrients. Not, not not like vitamins and nutrients, but like the same sustenance. The same lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sustenance. Yeah, sure. Sustenance, sustenance is the word I was looking for. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, there, like, it's, of course, challenging to have an exact one to one equivalent um, of it. I mean, there are, there are. I'd actually um, say there's more options. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, I wouldn't say there's like a, a one on one one substitution of like, yeah. this is the chicken of the vegan world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, for sure. I, I mean, there, like, there, yeah, there, I, I agree with what Oliver said. Like, there, there are a ton of things you could do. I mean, one of the, your, I mean, with your, your chicken, like, your, one of the, okay, wait, actually, to start, I just want to give a quick, uh, quick disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer, yeah. All of this, all of this that, really, all three of us are saying, like, we, of course, we've like done our own research and stuff for. Or um, have this is just speaking from our experience, and none of us are doctors, none of us are or experts, uh, nutritionists, yeah. or uh, specific experts. But you know, we have we have like done our research in in some of these areas. So, like I think we can, and and you know, from experimenting ourselves with different things. So I think we can, you know, speak from from that, of course. But we're not we're not doctors, so yeah. <laughs> definitely <laughs> just need to consider that. Yeah, take everything we say with a grain of salt. Ah, food. Salt, <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god! Well, do, do I'll let you finish because I think you had something going there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, just so like some of the things you could do, like what w the first thing that comes to my mind is definitely substituting that with some kind of beans or lentils of some yeah. kind. I think that would be the best option. Like very, that's that that is really whole foods, whole foods where it's it's a food f like straight from the source, whereas and it's not processed. Whereas if you were to do something like like you could get a literally a vegan chicken breast kind of thing and some one of these like yeah. meatless meats, but I mean and you could do that, but it's I mean and and it's it's vegan technically, but it's definitely not whole food plant based. It's it's very heavily processed, and yeah. so well, I mean not, isn't as good for you as eating more of like beans or lentils, which I think you could totally find something like that, like a beans or lentils substitute of some kind that um you know gives you a little different flavor for those a few nights and and you know try something different oliver what do you think 
do you cook beans and lentils together? I mean, are they like do you eat them together? You can. Are you saying beans? You can totally, separate? yeah. Oh, you can. But I, I, I would say, yeah. I mean, you, you would probably to make it simple, just choose one and then just go with yeah, it. I would like, just, just do one. some lentils and, and cook so, those. So here's how I look at it, Chase. Right. So basically, like, I, I don't know how big of a chicken breast you're eating. Right. So do you know exactly? Uh, no. Okay. They're they're from Costco. Yeah, I'm sure. I would say they're generally saying, like, slightly standard... larger than what a, a chicken breast. Yeah, yeah. A normal chicken breast is. Sure. Probably so, a little bit bigger. Like in terms of, like protein and everything, right? Like you can get from one cup of black beans, fifteen grams of protein, eighteen grams of protein from a cup of lentils, like. So, which are pretty comparable to like what you get from a chicken breast. It's it's slightly less, but you can add other stuff. Um, okay. But I would say, like in terms of comparison, yeah, all these things are going to be very similar, and you don't have to worry about like protein or anything. Um, the biggest thing, like I like to do, I and I this is like slightly more processed, and some people have different arguments on this, but like tofu is also a good one because there's not a lot of taste to tofu. It's just like you, whatever you marinate it with so if you put barbecue sauce on it it tastes like barbecue sauce you know um so i don't yeah. know how you make your chicken but you season it <laughs> right nothing on it. <laughs> oh I literally put, nothing i put salt and pepper on it okay like you're plain oatmeal. yeah if you got a there sauce you could put some it. there's nothing yeah. else on it though yeah also the oatmeal okay yeah so <laughs> you're fine with plain stuff so maybe you <laughs> but um i feel like in yeah, that case that. i feel like in that case well actually you could you could get a tofu that has that flavor has flavor yeah, that has baked taste. Tofu, yeah. yeah. Um, not a great sell, Oliver, to tell me that you're giving me some tasteless food. <laughs> no, but it's not, it, that's not the point. Like that, the idea of it is, <laughs> is there's there's a lot of opportunity to make it taste good with whatever you want. So yeah. Okay. Um, I get chi- chicken flavored vegan sauce. Yeah. Another thing too <laughs> um, is. Wonder if that's a thing. <laughs> another thing too, Chase. Like with going back to what Dylan said with beans and lentils, you can buy these things in bulk, and like eat a lot of them for very cheap um which is a benefit in your favor and you can just have them stocked up which is kind of cool yeah and yeah, the nice thing is some reason of why i'm asking for those of yeah. you who don't who don't know me too well that's 100 percent what i'm trying to get so to the bottom of here the biggest thing for me too chase is i i looked at it like i looked at it kind of similar to you um originally when i was like transitioning i was like okay so i have on my plate i have a piece of chicken I have some something green, like green beans and some rice, right? Which it sounds like is what your plate consists of, right? Yes. So yes. right now you're looking at, okay, what can I replace the chicken with? But I think really what it is is like it's it's kind of it, – it is changing your meal a little bit. So like – don't don't you don't have to eat the same exact type of meal right you can you can have a may, maybe a buddha bowl or something where you literally just throw rice beans lentils some veggies all in a bowl together put a sauce on top and and it's, it's amazing true. and it's really filling it's super um you can make it super high calorie with um very like very cheap like like i said all these foods rice beans they're super easy to buy and cheap to buy and you can make a huge bowl with them that really fills you up. And uh, it's a different way of looking at your meal, you know, than yeah. just having to replace chicken with, say, something that is technically plant-based or like a plant food. Um, because it's not that black and white, right? It's like, what is a better way that you can do it? And I think like a Buddha bowl like that or something like along those lines could be a good al- alternative for you. 
very interesting. Yeah. I eat uh, my food separately. Not that I'm like drawn, not that I'm uh, married to that idea or that concept. Yeah. So it's funny because whenever I do, like sometimes at work, they'll have extra beans and I'll take home beans. Like right now, yeah. right now back home, I have a full Tupperware of beans and potatoes. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because when I do have something like that, I'll suddenly mash my food all together and eat it, eat it collectively. Yeah. So it's I, a very different thing. I actually really like uh, that. I think as you get used to it more too, because I was very similar to you. I, I, I was very much of the idea I have to have my piece of meat, my veggies, and my sweet potatoes, or my rice, or something, you know. Yeah. And for me, they can't touch. They right. Yeah. Can't touch, you know? <laughs> I was like that too, but I think as you kind of experiment with it more, it's. Uh, I think that there's a lot more flavor that comes from mixing it all together, because sometimes you know just beans on their own. Not gonna lie. If you don't put anything on them, they're not that exciting. I don't think a <laughs> plain chicken breast is that exciting either. But um, mixed together with a lot of stuff, I think it makes it a little more interesting. All right, there we go. I, I should say this too. I look forward to my dinners every night, even though it's the same thing. I've had the same thing yeah. that I cook for dinner, like for over a year. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I look forward to that dinner every night. See, so whatever I. If I do transition into something, I'm sure. going to have to love it. Yeah, yeah no, totally. I agree. I agree. And I think you're in a really awesome, un- unique situation that um, kind of bodes well for you in this potential switch is, is because, like, you like eating the same foods. So you find one meal that you really like, you just stick to it. I do. I'm very similar in that exactly. regard. I have had the same breakfast burritos with a tofu scramble and sweet potatoes like every single day for the last like almost six months, like since I started this, like, <laughs> That's crazy. like literally I, I love it. It's so good, but I found something I enjoy and it has pretty decent macros for me and I like it and it fills me up and I, I enjoy it. And so I stick to it and my, I'm fine with that. I don't need the variety necessarily, you know, my, my only thing like that is I, I, so I've, I've been eating the dining halls at Sam for the past few years because I live on campus and live in a dorm and so I have eaten, I, I've eaten um, the dining hall oatmeal every single day. Or I mean, of course, every day I have <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> and you know, so, like, like some days I won't wake up for breakfast and just go straight to class. But I'd say at least four days a week for my whole Stanford experience. I'm a junior. I have had oatmeal every single day and a big bowl of oatmeal. And I've never gotten tired of it. I love it. Brunch on the weekends is my favorite meal. Because I get yeah. a big bowl of oatmeal and a lot of fruit and then like a tofu scramble and, and um, potatoes. And that's like the best meal. Dining hall flashbacks, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is that is my only thing. But otherwise, of course, in the dining hall, that it changes up a little bit. So I don't eat the same thing every meal. I'm not sure entirely if I could if I'd want to do that or could. I'm sure I could, but I don't know if I want to in the future. We'll see. We'll see. For me, at <laughs> yeah. least. Yeah. But I totally respect that. You want to do that and still enjoy doing that. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, so how that? Beans, how would you? Yeah, what else are you looking for there? How, when you when you buy beans or lentils, yeah, you buy them and you can buy them in a big in a big bulk thing. Yeah. How long does it take to simply cook these beans? Yeah. So I I what actually have, have do? a. I don't it, think I've ever made beans in my life. I don't think it's hard, but no, it's not. <laughs> if you this goes into the decision making. If you bake them, uh, or not bake them, if you cook them from bulk where they're like, they're you know, you buy them in bulk, they usually come uncooked. So, you know, you put a cup of beans in, you put two cups of water in, and you just let it boil, 
and then and then you let it simmer for a while until they're just soft basically that's really all you have to do it's like really not hard it's the same thing with lentils you put in a couple lentils you put in two cups of water and you bring it to a boil and then you let it simmer for 15 20 minutes until they're soft and they're good to eat like it's it's really that easy and that's it's um, really hard really hard to do up at 8000 feet where we live in in Vail um it's it's much harder to do that when they're uncooked uh, you need like yeah. more, you need a pressure cooker or something yeah or, or the it takes a long time but um really i did not know that yeah but uh, alternatively you know you can buy um like uh, enough beans for the week for seven bucks you know like in just like one can of beans that have already come cooked are one dollar 99 cents usually so um it's probably cheaper to do it in bulk where you buy the uncooked version but it's yeah. still extremely cheap to buy just a canned version and and the can then if you if you buy a can of beans or something then that is yeah as oliver said it's pr- like less than a dollar each and you could like you could do a can of beans that's i mean that's probably what oliver was saying with the the yeah. one serving size of of beans or even more actually right probably is it it's more one can has more than one serving okay yeah, yeah. Um, okay. but i usually just eat a i usually just eat a can like i'll just eat a whole yeah, can yeah yeah me too me too and but with that 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 you can heat up in five minutes. Five. Yeah, it's so like, quick. It's so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you yeah, have the that's can. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's but another thing. I don't. I don't know. I was. This is just kind of because I was. I was literally just watching a video about this earlier. Um, but there's these things called soy curls, that literally resemble chicken. Like, they look exactly like chicken strips almost, and have the consistency. It's like basically tofu it's soy but it's it's uh it yeah it literally has the like meatiness of chicken and you just marinate it with whatever you want like teriyaki uh barbecue whatever and it's like it's like barbecue chicken apparently and i think you can order it online i don't know how much it is though (laughs) i'm looking at it right now it looks interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're interesting i mean i know chase i know we've talked about this question for 15 minutes and you probably want to move on to new yeah i like (laughs) i I definitely think that you could design a a good meal that's easy to prepare and is you could and is just as cheap or if not cheaper than your current um meal and that you would enjoy eating every night i definitely think could design a meal like maybe you could, yeah. exp- you might take a little, you know, a little bit of experimentation to figure it out, out exactly what that is. But I definitely think you could definitely. find something. Yeah, and my only this point. This is a, oh, sorry, no, my only point with bringing that up is just to show that there's options. There's like, a, there's an abundance of stuff that you can try. So. I love it. I love it. This is also equally important because chicken is by far the most expensive thing that I spend. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah, that, I can that imagine. Goes my, that goes into my food. So, yeah. you know. Getting that cut out and replaced with a slightly cheaper alternative is obviously a win. Yeah. All right. So, so that's like, that's kind of the biggest, the most relative, to me, question. Yeah. Because it's like literally, is what could I do instead of chicken? What can I, what can I experiment with here in the short term right. to become a long term replacement? Sure. So there you go. All right. I have no, I have more questions. This one's going to be a much different tone, right? Okay. This isn't like immediately important to my life because I'm not doing this act, but have you guys found, um, and I, you know, no offense to you, Oliver, yeah. but I think Dylan will have a bit more experience with this one because I, yeah. he's, he's done, done a lot of this action in the past. Yeah. Have you guys had issues 
traveling with this meat restriction. Now, obviously, I've said I'll probably just eat meat if it's ever there. But if you found that it's difficult, more mates mates traveling, um, mates world experience, like you know, mates world traveling a little a slightly more difficult to enjoy. Have you found that that's been the case, or have you found the opposite, where it hasn't really hindered anything? Well, it's okay. Well, I yeah, I, I definitely think I can speak to this. I, I mean, so I went vegan during my gap year when I then after going vegan that I traveled around Southeast Asia for three months backpacking around and or then beyond that I also yeah was studied abroad in Florence this past spring and in Southeast Asia I I had just started going vegan and, and I I had told myself that you know I'm, I'm here to experience Southeast Asia I'm not fully going to um, like if if there's no other option I will eat dairy and I I wasn't, I wasn't, wasn't going to eat meat and I still never, yeah, I never ate meat, but of course, but I was like, okay, if there's no other options, I will eat whatever the, the, like the dairy, if I, if I have to, something that has dairy in it. And so outside of that, like I was eating vegetarian, but primarily vegan in that trip in Southeast Asia. And it's, I don't, I do not think it hinders the trip or I think you're, you're like, you're totally I mean, so, okay, it's, it's, it's interesting to say because like what, what my goal in traveling, of course, was one of the things that I wanted to do was try all the different food and try all the good food. And so because of that, I would say that I was focused on trying to go to, you know, a bunch of different restaurants and, you know, trying the traditional food and trying a bunch of different things from wherever I was staying. Like, I, I mean, in Thailand, I wanted to try all the, like the, the Thai curries and all you know, all the noodle dishes and all the different um, types of food. And so sometimes, of course, at, if I just went to any random restaurant on the street, then I wouldn't, I might not necessarily be able to eat their pad thai or eat their, their Thai curry. But what I would be doing is, but also like who knows how good that random restaurant on the street was. And so I spent a lot of time like looking for oh i want to go to this place like i found this place has vegan stuff in it and it's very highly rated i want to to go here so i spent a lot of time doing that but i also think i would have spent that time in anyways because i wanted to find the best food in the city or like the where's the best place you can try these things and so i think it didn't hinder the trip in any way i definitely spent time doing doing that like finding the good restaurants and it might have made it a little harder at some some days where I just was like oh I just need to walk into any random place but if that did happen then I, I there's always something I could eat it just may have not been like the most ideal thing that I wanted to does that make sense yeah, it's it like may have been, yeah it may have just been like a, a bowl of rice or something you know but it didn't like yeah or ruin the trip. I mean a bowl of rice and some veggies or something yeah it, like maybe they don't have tofu or or something else but yeah like I I I don't think that it at all hindered the trip. And then traveling in Florence too, in Europe, like in in Italy, same thing. I like it, it was easy, and Italy was so easy because there's always they always have uh, pasta pomodoro or uh, uh, pizza marinara, and so that was easy. And I could just get some veggies on it always at any place. So I could go to any restaurant and eat. And so yeah, I I really don't think it hinders travel. To go back to your original question. Yeah. Okay. Any any follow up or like any specifics that you were wondering or or 
other things? Well, I mean, I just, I mean, and obviously this is difficult because it's not like you've just, you've been everywhere in the world. Yeah. It's impossible to answer these questions, but I mean, it's just, you know, it would be unfortunate if you ever got to that point in life where suddenly you're, you were having to make these decisions that couldn't let you enjoy the trip as much as you could have otherwise. Mm. And I don't want that to be something that would hold any trip back in the future. Yeah. And obviously we're planning on traveling together. So we'd have to do these things anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, of, because I'm with you two, but like, <laughs> you know, in general, it's just, it's just good to hear that there was nothing that hindered your enjoyment. And obviously Dylan, I know you loved your gap year, so it's not like this yeah. ruined it for you. Oh no, definitely not. Um, um, and I and, ate some amazing just food. Easy to find. Yeah. And, and so it's easy to find those same. Okay. Yeah. So, th- I mean, honestly, there's more questions that I wish I had, but it's more like, all right, that was a good answer. Like he, he yeah. was able to enjoy good food with a little bit of time put in anyways that he would have put in anyways. Yeah. If I, I, if I throw my two cents on it too, cause like, I know I haven't traveled to the extent Dylan has like, um, none over, of us have, none of, none of us have. Well, that. overseas okay. like that, um, since I've gone vegan, um, but I have traveled a bit around, you know, just the States and, and going back from Arizona to here and everything. And, and, you know, it's really not hard to find a vegan to make anything vegan at any place that you go to realistically, especially in the States. And I know we're talking about other countries, but like you, you can find a vegan option at literally any restaurant like the uh, and, and I to me, the way I look at it is I don't look at it as I'm as I'm missing out on, you know, anything. I feel like I'm gaining like all these other things that I might not have even looked at before and um, finding some interesting food that you can make plant-based in these countries i feel like is fun and is like a not a challenge but it's like uh an adventure and you're still experiencing their culture um i don't think it deters from it at all and i get that there is a lot of culture surrounds food a lot in in the world and that's a big part of it but i i really don't think that it's going to take anything away Okay. Writing down your answers as we go. Okay, so, <laughs> taking notes. Uh, moving on to this, just this next question. I am taking notes. I am. I like uh, it. Moving on to this next question, um, and this one, in contrast to the last question, applies a little bit more to Ollie. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um, and I know there are other factors that go into your answer, Oliver. But I'd like, if yeah. you can, to focus specifically on um, one aspect. Sorry, I should have explained that after. But the question is. Since you've become vegan, since you've switched from being, you know, meat-eating, normal, omnivore person to yeah. a vegan, yeah. have you found yourself eating more food or less food overall? And I don't want you to think of it like, because obviously your workout and yeah. your, the way you treat your body has been different, so yeah. it's, it's, I, it's impossible to compare exactly. But like, if you could, look away from that and focus on just from the point of view of like, you're, when you're not focusing yeah. on gaining weight or losing weight you know when it's just a normal meal compared to a normal meal you had before have you found that you when you cook for yourself you get more food or less food overall um i i think that i cook more i think that and okay yeah so i think i know how to answer this because basically when you go plant-based like when you look at per calorie like compared to animal products like a like a, a piece of broccoli obviously has is less calorically dense than uh you know piece of cheese but um so the the idea is like you'd have to eat more broccoli to get the same amount of calories that you can get 
from a piece of cheese or whatever it is, right? And that's not a good comparison. But my point being is that <laughs> plant I'm foods still. typically are less calorically dense. So you can eat more of them and feel satiated um, and at the same time not feel like lethargic or overly full. But you can have these great big meals that really feel like they do fill you up, but you don't feel slow or lethargic or like like you are in a food coma in a sense like which is like a lot of times before going plant-based i would notice that i would eat these um, like especially because going back to your point being um interested in in gaining muscle you have to eat a significant amount of food anyways regardless of your eating um plant-based or not and so when i was eating these gigantic meals just trying to get calories in full of chicken and yogurt and milk and all this stuff right i just felt really not good afterwards like i would always not feel <laughs> like good after like it's w- like i, I w- it's yeah. that it's that idea of a food coma that everybody talks about you eat a huge meal at thanksgiving dinner you you can't move for the next day because you're so full and um i think there's a lot of oh, but I, I love that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it, oh, you, it's so not that you can't though. get it you feel like you can fill yourself up very well on plant foods and there's plenty of foods that are like decently calorically dense and there's no problem there but um i'd say i like that aspect that i can eat these gigantic meals and i don't feel like i can't like i could keep eating afterwards is the idea you know what i mean okay i'm glad you brought in the like true caloric density and how how that makes you feel in terms of you know being satiated yeah. or satisfied with the amount yeah. of food you ate. So I'm glad you brought that into it because my yeah. question was very vague. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Well, because it's interesting, you know, like cal- at the end of the day, calories are calories, right? Um, and if I'm trying to eat 3,000 calories, um, you know, that's not easy eating on a standard, you know, diet with animal product products or with plant-based, uh, uh, on a plant-based diet. It's, th- it's still the same calories and like the way you get it is completely subjective it's based on how you want to do it and what foods you like and all this stuff and for me i've found that you know i like to drink a lot of my calories i do a lot of more smoothies which i love smoothies are another thing that like like fruit like bananas are like so so cheap um you can get one you can get a banana for like 19 cents so i'll buy like literally 30 bananas in a week maybe more and i'll just go through them because they're one they're one they're calorically dense so there's like 110 um calories per one banana or something like for a medium-sized banana which is pretty solid so you throw a couple of those in a smoothie with a bunch of greens and it's pretty big and it fills you up and that's a meal in itself right there and i bet it costs you like no more than a couple bucks you know so it's it's i think that's also a really good benefit something that i've done more of since i've gone plant-based all right all right dylan anything you want to add before i move on to just uh in these last final questions we've almost hit the 30 minutes <laughs> that i said we Dude, could let's, keep, let's keep going we're gonna go a little <laughs> further over i mean no no i think oliver i feel covered most of that so i think it's good yeah, yeah. And it's difficult for you because it's not like you have anything to compare it to yeah so. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i will say i guess um, the the what, what you're saying with like you love that feeling chase of the after thanksgiving dinner I think you can still, I think the feeling you really mean is like, is like the feeling of being so full that it's like, yeah, oh, yeah it feels yeah. so good that you ate that much. And I think you can definitely still have that feeling of feeling so full without feeling weighed down by the food. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, no more meat sweats. No more meat sweats. That's exactly. what I'm picking up too. Is that a thing? Which I got the other night, by the way. Uh, we're having this conversation, <laughs> ironically enough. A few nights ago, I was at a Foro de Chao. I don't know if you guys have heard of Foro no. de Chao. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, wow. And what they do is they like, <laughs> this isn't going to like sound appealing to you two. <laughs> someone listening, this will sound appealing to them. The, the, the guys at this restaurant walk around with these big sticks of meat, and they'll say like, oh, do you want some of this, uh, you know, prime sirloin? And you're like, yes, and they'll just cut off a little sliver. You just grab it and put it on your plate. And these oh guys gosh. just circle around your table offering you food, and you just take it all and put it on your plate. And it's expensive. I'm sure it's expensive, but that was my birthday dinner. Wow, um, that's why I had. <laughs> By the way, before we do anything, happy birthday! Let's just wish Chase a happy birthday really quick. Oh, thank you. Twenty-two, big twenty-two. The big twenty-two, the He's big 22. twenty-two. Speaking of guys, so my birth, my birthday for those of you listening, is, it's on the twenty-third of January. Oh, almost twenty-third, um, guys. Next year's my golden golden birthday. That's a big I, dude. We we need to take it off. I'm I'm planning on having a big one. Take okay. it off. All right. We'll, Ooh, we'll, yeah. we'll plan something. Don't worry. Okay, let's see I'm something big. A, big. a big party on the on the highest level of the Eiffel Tower. We're going wow. to Vegas. Oh, we're going wow. to Paris? Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, I don't know. Either one of those <laughs> Eiffel Towers. I don't care. <laughs> Either of them. They're equal in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> the same. They're the same thing. All right. We're doing, Anyways, we're doing get, get back into it. Really happy happy really birthday, Chase. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. This one uh, definitely can be answered by both of you. And I'm uh, very interested to know okay. how uh, this one might even be more difficult because taking meat out of your diet is one thing. Sure. Has it been even more difficult to remove dairy from your diets? And how, and like obviously beans instead of chicken, okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times there'll be like dairy-free cheese or something like that, you know? But I just want to know, like, has that been even more difficult than removing uh, meat from the diet? And and how do you kind of substitute things that require dairy otherwise? Like, if I wanted to continue, like, I'm not saying I bake all the time, but I'll, I'll bake yeah, some, sure. sometimes. Totally. And if yeah, I wanted yeah. to continue doing those type of things, have you guys found that to oh, be even more difficult? I love this question. What have, what have you gone about it? How have you gone about making that switch? I love it. Dylan, do you want to start, though? Sure. I'll start. Yeah. Um, well... Of course, this I can't speak to how how it how hard it is compared to giving up meat, but I um, of course I gave up dairy three years ago and stopped stopped eating dairy, and I will say like I I totally think doable, and um, but there are like one or two things that was a little hard and and I still face sometimes, but like not not impossible and definitely worth it. I'll explain that more. That was all very general. But yeah, okay. I was like, what are the two things? Okay. <laughs> so I, I mean, before I, I would like, I would eat eggs sometimes, of course, and like omelets, things like that, or, or cheese on pizza or a bunch of, of course, cheese and, and a bunch of things, or then all the baked goods and everything and giving up the, or stop choosing to not eat the cheese on, um, like on, on things or or eating eggs, like omelets. I was never a huge fan of that. So for me, it was never, never, that wasn't ever too hard to do. And Oh, you were never a big fan of those foods. Yeah, like those okay. foods itself, I, I wasn't a huge fan of. Yeah. So that, um, but like I, I, know, I know, Oliver, I know you liked those foods for sure. Or like I, I know you liked eggs a lot. And so you, you'll yeah. be able to talk to that for sure. But um, yeah. yeah, like I wasn't a huge fan of it. But of course, Chase, yes, I would always eat it when it's in things. Like I loved 
baked goods. I love I love baked goods. I still do. I still eat baked goods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I used exactly. to love my mom's cookies. Or yeah, things and like that. Yeah, of course. She made them every year, and I was so excited to see a smiling face. <laughs> a few years ago, it just stopped all of a sudden. She couldn't, she couldn't make no. Dylan smile like that anymore. No, she, she still can. makes me she smile can. when I could. when I um, see her and hang out with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but the. Okay, so the baked good th- goods thing, that is the one thing that can be hard sometimes, or initially especially was, where I could would would go somewhere to like a restaurant and of course could always find something to eat, but then the desserts were never vegan because all the desserts at restaurants yeah. are always yeah, always um always have yeah, uh, uh, eggs or butter or something. And that's still pretty true where unless you're at some special place, it's usually all like the desserts or or baked goods or anything are have dairy yeah. in them but big con right there that's a big con <laughs> yeah yeah but and wait let him get to the butt but like you can <laughs> those foods can all be made vegan if you make them yourself or go to a vegan uh, a vegan bakery vegan bakery vegan yeah vegan <laughs> vegan bakery yeah and so like those all of those foods can be made and substituted and like there are a bunch of there are a bunch of uh, things you could do to substitute, like th- you can do like flaxseed eggs, kind of yep. that that are water, literally water and ground up flaxseed, and it turns into like an, an egg like egg. Yeah. egg. Oh, I can't speak. Egg like consistency that does what eggs do in in baking. <laughs> does what does what eggs do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> without all the negative aspects of the egg. It acts like an egg. So yeah. you can a hundred percent still bake and do all the things that you want to to make baking wise with vegan ingredients. There are yeah. so many uh, recipes and things online, or people who are doing all everything vegan. It's definitely still possible. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what that's what I would say for transitioning, giving up dairy. All right, my turn. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this question, Chase, because um, I had a very similar mindset, and I used to love dessert. Like, I, when <laughs> I, I was a kid... I love dessert now. I, I don't like that you're saying I used to love no, dessert. No, no, no. I still love suddenly it. hate dessert now. No, no. I love dessert. I still do. It's scary. But, my, but I have a little bit different, like, perspective on it, because I used to be, like, like, I, like addicted. Like, I couldn't... Like, I needed sweet things. Like, I got the biggest sweet tooth, and that kind of... When I started working out and stuff, it kind of just went away. So now I don't have a huge sweet tooth, but it doesn't mean I don't l- like or the taste of baked goods or desserts or anything. And I've actually found that the desserts that I've had that ha- that are vegan, like I've gone to a few vegan bakeries. Dylan and I went to one when we were in L.A. in September. Um, and it's amazing. They, they taste just like w- any normal baked goods and, and, and they don't have any of the butter and eggs and all this other stuff that really is what kind of makes the dessert largely unhealthy like sure there's stuff in these vegan baked goods that aren't amazing for you um but you take away some of those other stuff and it actually is a little bit better for you and and they taste just as good and they're really not hard to make i've also found that baking like some of this stuff like i've made like uh muffins and and some of these kind of baked goods out of some recipes that are so easy like it's literally just like oats, a banana and some like almond milk or soy milk or whatever plant milk you want, um, which is like the easiest thing ever. So literally, I, I don't think it's a challenge at all 
like Dylan said, yeah, of course, if you go out to a restaurant and it doesn't have vegan options, like they're probably not going to have vegan dessert, but that is kind of expected, you know, but it's getting better and there's more places that are having those options. Um, and then kind of going to the point that you brought up about, um, was it difficult to go to like go off of dairy products? And I think for a lot of people, the answer it, it is yes, because in cheese, there's literally a chemical that makes you like addicted to it. Like that's why people like it so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and so, dairy is kind of addictive. That's why people eat it and like it and and consume it. Um, but <laughs> once you go off it, you realize it's it's not hard to do live without. And um, two, there's a lot of alternatives. Like people look at, they're like, well, you can't drink milk. So what do you drink? And it's like, well, I have ten different plant milks that I can choose from. You know. Like there's soy milk, there's almond yeah. milk, there's oat milk, there's um, coconut milk, there's flaxseed milk, there's hemp seed milk, there's so many different milks um, that taste great, and especially in baking, you don't notice a difference. Like I don't just drink a glass of milk, anyways. Like I wouldn't do that anyways. So like when you use milk to replicate it in in, in like ingredients, like in smoothies or in uh, baked goods or whatever, it it does the exact same thing. Um. But yeah, I do think, and I will say, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like I've actually done when I've baked in the past, I have made things dairy free. Yeah. So technically made them vegan. Yeah. And I yeah. think that the dairy is probably the place um, more so than uh, substituting out meat. But dairy is more so the place where finding something that can substitute in as dairy in, in recipes and things. Yeah. That's where it will be more expensive to get the, the mm. vegan options. Slightly. Not really. Like a gallon of milk is like what I, I don't even know it's like six bucks or something right like i don't know it's something around there like to a get a gallon of, of normal milk yeah normal milk i feel like it's like much cheaper than that i guess it depends on what you're getting it depends on what brand yeah, i don't really buy milk though exactly yeah exactly so but like but to uh, get yeah i mean for me like i i i bought uh soy milk for like three bucks or something today at the grocery store so it's it's not like they're expensive but it's and also also the thing is the the things too i mean if like if you're trying to buy this is goes back to the conversation a little earlier of like if you're trying to just replicate kind of what you're eating now of if let's say you wanted to have something with with cheese on it like some kind of cheese uh dish and yeah yeah then like i'm sure the all the vegan cheese, the, uh, the pre-made vegan cheeses are more expensive than just normal cheese. But y- it doesn't, of course, like with, with doing this, yes, if you're, if you're like trying to replicate those other dishes, those dishes that are, you know, traditionally have dairy, then that might be slightly more expensive. But it's more like if you want to do it, you can do it in a cheap way and still eat delicious food. It's just it might not be the exact same as what you're eating now. Yeah. 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 But then you can replicate, like you can replicate and make, you know, an amazing mac and cheese for sure. Yeah. It is possible for sure. Yeah. And like, you can make cheese sauces with like cashews as its base and nuts that like, which you can buy nuts in bulk for super cheap, you know? So if you wanted to, you can, it might take a slight bit more work, to like figure it out but once you know how to do it it's really pretty easy and um it's like 
my biggest thing is like you're not giving up any of these flavors like you can get all these tastes but like there's a lot of things with cheese and dairy in general that just aren't super great anyways um in terms of like health qualities and so like moving away from them you know is is definitely a pro in general for everybody regardless of if you want to be vegan or not it's like like a lot of people are lactose intolerant you know and there's a reason for that and uh i think like these products aren't are 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 kind of held on a pedestal when they shouldn't be i think there's better there's better sources of food and nutrients and other options that that are yeah just better in my opinion and f- just final point on this that I want to say one other thing about the the whole bakery and desserts idea is is a chase I'm sure with your your, uh, uh, your frugal spending I'm sure you're not spending seven dollars on <laughs> yeah, dessert yeah, uh, exactly at a restaurant <laughs> very often where uh, I, I'm sure like that is a rare occasion and for a rare occasion you could definitely find a good vegan bakery and get something yeah. there that's delicious as a little splurge. Totally. How are we doing so far? I mean, good on most of my questions. You've answered them in different ways than I thought you would. I think the main question where I thought that I would have, like, there would be more viable um, arguments against becoming vegan was yeah. the one that Dylan answered mostly about traveling. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be more of a, more of a struggle that yeah. he, would, he would talk about. And, you know, it's possible that just because he's grown up and lived his life that way that sure. it, it wasn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. But like, that was the one where I thought I would be like, all right, you know, this, this is starting to sound not great. Yeah. But you guys have answered most of the other ones that I had coming into it. Um, it was four big questions and then a bunch of other small ones that have kind of been, kind of been thrown out the window. Um, but I think like just overall, you know, how does it feel in terms of just energy levels? Do you yeah. ever feel, you know, obviously it's hard to say before, but like, are there ever times where, um, I guess mostly Oliver, because Dylan yeah, yeah, can't, I can't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Oliver, have there been times where you feel like you haven't gotten enough and yeah. you've like, you know, maybe you don't have enough energy Sure. and you trace that back to like food or have, have there ever been times where it just feels like you needed something a little more than what you normally eat? And you know, sure. cause that can be definitely like uh, that would be definitely an, yeah. an issue Totally. if I took up this lifestyle where suddenly there were multiple meals where I felt like I'd wasn't getting enough so yeah. has that ever been an issue with you with what you with your journey yeah uh I'll straight up like just like not at all really on it like honestly mm. i i um like i kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier i you f- can actually eat a lot of food and feel very satiated um and uh you know even and it, it actually it, it will not be like a huge calorie meal and like you, um, you aren't actually, you're actually eating maybe a little bit less calories because it's, you know, more, less calorically dense, like I was talking about. Um, but you feel satiated and I've noticed too, just with energy and everything, like I feel great. Like I, I, I'm not going to lie there. Like there's days where I don't eat enough before a workout and I feel a little tired or something or like, I'll just like that's, but that's just personally, like I just, I, I, w- I will have skipped a meal on accident or whatever, you know? But that's going to be the same thing as if you're eating meat. Um, and I think, like, I don't know if I don't know Dill, if you can attest to this or not, but I, I do know, like, when you take dairy out of the equation, even if you're just going from a vegetarian diet with no meat, there are, like, 
I think you do see some benefits there too in terms of energy and because dairy can weigh you, weigh you down as well. Um, but yeah, overall, like, no, not at all. Like I haven't, I haven't felt, I haven't felt like less energy. I actually felt more energy and I don't know, like knock on wood, right? <laughs> if this is a hundred percent, um, to do with this or not, but I, I kind of attribute it to this since I've gone plant-based, like I have not gotten sick, like actually sick. Like I, and <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like I used to like, like, okay. So for example, I would get like a little bit oh, of a, not on, not on wood right now. Coronavirus I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and I know with, the, with all this, but, but in terms of like a cold or something, you know, like a common cold, like I would always get like, you know, a runny nose or like a scratchy throat and it would turn into something where I was just like knocked out for a couple of days. Now I'll get like a little bit of a sniffle or like maybe a slight scratch, scratchy throat and like it'll go away really quick. And especially when I start to really like eat more whole foods and I, I've been eating pretty much whole food plant based pretty consistently, which I think is a, a big part of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I've not had a problem with that and I've been able to stick to my right. workouts and, you know, not feel like I'm losing progress or anything because I've got sick or whatever, you know, which is kind of a cool, cool thing. Well, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a cool thing for you to be saying. And obviously it's only, you know, like you said, what, it's, six yeah, months. It's been six or seven months. Yeah. So like, obviously it's not exactly right. I can't say window, but yeah. it's a good answer to be had. I can't yeah. say that it's a hundred percent that. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. it's obviously it's my personal experience. Like I can't, I'm not, I'm not scientifically saying that it's not, you can't get sick, but <laughs> I think there's a lot of benefits to that eating these whole take. foods. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Would, that would be like, quite the hot That'd be take. cool. Uh, but yeah. And I don't know. One, I one just quick thing I'll add to Oliver's answer about your, your question, Chase, of the energy thing is just, I think the biggest thing is, is just to make sure you're getting enough calories. Of course, if yeah, you're exactly. if you're replacing that chicken on your plate and you're, I don't know, it, hypothetically, you're not going to do this, I know, but if you replace that with just broccoli and it's like the same size amount of broccoli that fills your chicken, then of course you're, you're going to feel like less energy because your body's not getting enough calories to, yeah. um, of what you need. So, but if you're eating enough calories, I, yeah, I totally think that you will always feel that same amount of energy or, or even more. Yeah. yeah, a good way to look at it, a good way to look at it too, is if you look at going plant based as removing the meat and eating everything else the same way that you were eating before, you're not going to be healthy, and that's not going to be enough food. And um, in your case, you know, you have been eating more plant based, which is good. So you're probably even a step further than most people who want to make this sh shift because you know, if you just like Dylan said, if you just put a little bit more broccoli on your plate and eat exactly like you were but just taking all the meat and dairy out like you there's a lot of stuff in there there's a lot of gaps in your diet that, that you need to fill you know sure. and i think if you look at it more like um just trying to get whole foods um sources of food which are very cheap um and a well-rounded diet of grains legumes and beans uh nuts and seeds lentils um fruits and dark leafy greens, like those main kind of groups right there, are are really your core. And if you can hit all of those, which is very easy to do throughout the day, you know, that's, you know, your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. There's some grains. Um, rice is a grain. You know, oats are a great option. You already eat oats. Um, lentils, beans, 
all that stuff for dinner with a lot of veggies and a bunch of fruit like bananas and dates. You know, that's mainly what I eat. That's like my staples. So I and I've had no problem eating enough and not only eating enough, but getting enough protein and also gaining weight by eating this way. On purpose. Yeah, pur- <laughs> purposely gaining weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some True. people, some people wouldn't like that argument. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But on I've the flip side of that weight. argument, I've just been putting on weight. <laughs> it's actually it's easier to lose weight on a plant based diet. So. Yeah, that's a big thing that I've heard too. Yeah. But obviously, I know that neither of you are in the habit of trying to lose weight suddenly on this new vegan yeah, diet. Yeah, so exactly. No yeah. There's no point asking that question. Yeah. All, but. But no, but I answer. but I can answer it to a certain extent. My dad. <laughs> My dad has gone plant-based. Like, when I went plant-based, he went plant-based, and he has lost about 20 right. pounds. I did forget that your dad also... And he feels good, right? He, like, and he, he feels not great. Like he's feeling bad no, about that. exactly. Pounds, like. And Chase, let me tell you what he eats, because this is... this is He doesn't eat that much. And he, he'll literally have, like, a big salad from this place called Mad Greens that he loves. And then he'll have a, a big, um, basically, Buddha bowl, like a Mexican-style Buddha bowl from this place... Um, that they like to go to this like ba- it's basically a vegan restaurant but you um, go in and you can get these bowls with like rice and um, you know mock meats and beans and corn and veggies and all this stuff and he'll get a big bowl of that he'll eat one of those in a salad ev- every day two meals and he feels full and he feels like he has enough energy and he's been losing weight so all right yeah wow. Okay. I mean, if you guys have answered all those five big questions as well as most of the other small ones that I had. I don't think I have any more. And we've hit like the hour mark. Oh, wow. Well over the hour mark. <laughs> That's wild. This conversation has gone on. Yeah, we were just trying to talk. We were just having a good, lighthearted conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, for those of you listening, and hopefully this was all like, as we said earlier, like educational, but take it with a grain of salt. None of us are actual experts or doctors. Um, but like, you know, this is based on our experiences. So it's very important yeah. to each of us. And, um, I definitely like, like I said before this episode, I was very interested in looking into it. Um, uh, you know, whether or not I was just going to suddenly cut chicken out of my nightly dinner or just phase it slowly towards eating less and less of it. Yeah. Um, that's probably what will happen, but I definitely feel better about that choice that I was going to probably make and now feel like this isn't just a this isn't just a short-term reason to save money. Yeah. This has been, you know, validated as a long-term thing that I'm more likely to do because I, you guys have answered this very well. Like, I don't think traveling will be much of an issue according to like what you guys have said and according to what Dylan said. Like, obviously there will always be a time where this restaurant won't work and someone might be mad about that, but you know, Mm -hmm. that, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, But overall, like it, it just wasn't something that took away the enjoyment, which is, 100% 100% what you want to yeah, hear. Yeah, that's what it's about. Um, yeah. And then overall, just like eating the same or sometimes even more food for potentially less money if you do it the way that I'm probably going to do. Exactly. That's a huge um, benefit, I think. <laughs> and then uh, the ability to, you know, cutting off dairy is definitely something that seems harder to me. Yeah. It seems harder. It's, 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 much di- it's much more complex. Mm-hmm. Like me, okay, stop eating chicken. But dairy, yeah. it's like, okay, now I can't get the little, like, a cheese inside of something. You know, it's mm-hmm. more nuanced. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and you know. I think, like you said, I think it's a transition. I think, like, take it take it slow, honestly. Like, I don't think you need to do it the way I did it necessarily and jump right yeah, in. Definitely not. Um, yeah. Just add in, just add in more of these meals. Just start experimenting with some of these, you know, kind of bowls and different ways of getting 
you're thinking about the way you go about a meal and um just as as best as you can you know just eliminate like like you don't even really drink milk i'm assuming that's probably an easy one to no, cut out I, I, haven't, um, yeah, I, haven't had, I haven't had milk in a long time yeah like, like it, that's an easy one and i have some cereal sitting in my shelf for yeah. <laughs> a few months now that i haven't touched since I um, don't have milk. exactly and so like like that's pretty easy um eggs i don't know if you really eat eggs or not um like i know my perspective on eggs is i was eating them so much i got sick of them and i actually it was a relief not to eat them anymore um and like cheese is it's one of those things that it, it like i said it is a kind of addictive and it is a little bit harder for more people to like stray away from but i think once you notice after like give yourself a little bit of time and it it goes away like you really don't crave it but, but yeah i don't know i also sorry one more point just like when you look at when you the you know the way you said it there you know it's a little more complex cutting these things out if you think of it more like it's really only three things that you need to cut out and you get so much more from when you cut them out and they add other stuff into your diet, you're actually gaining from it than losing is kind of a way that I like to look at it. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, excited, I'm excited to move forward and actually uh, start this kind of transition. And then I don't know what stale it will be, but he has answered everything very positively. Cool. I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of worried that I asked questions that didn't invoke enough uh, backlash. <laughs> no, I. Well, I mean, so, obviously, it's <laughs> one thing. I think obviously but. you can look at it too. Like I, I don't. Hopefully, you're not listening to this and like looking at like Dylan and I's perspective as as like a biased perspective. Obviously, we're very much um, about eating this way and and like see a lot of benefits in it. Um, and you can can say that we're biased, but I think. I don't I don't look at it that way because I I came from eating meat, you know. So I I do see the other side. Um but I've kind of taken both sides and found that at least for me and I think for a lot of people that this this way of eating is actually very very beneficial. So I I would say that the biggest thing for me and to I guess wrap it up for for me on my end, I <coughs> this whole thing, this whole hour experience we've had, I I don't really see it about as about convincing you to eat one way or do one thing or something. I yeah. of course would love for you to try it if that's what you want to do and would be fully supportive of that. And, and um, could, I think well, Oliver and I could help and, and, and uh, help you like design those meals or find some things you'd like. And I think you could totally do it and I think you'd enjoy it. But then also I totally support you either way in whatever you want to do, yeah, whatever you choose to do. So yeah, I, um, yeah, that's that's I guess really how I how I see it, and I I appreciate the mm -hmm. interest that you have, and I am not, you know, we're not we're not here to try to like be like you need to go vegan now, like yeah. we're, you know, just, just glad like glad you're interested yeah. and it's cool and something I think we both <laughs> really enjoy, and um, yeah, glad to hear you're interested and, and would love to like if you want to try it out, together. we'll be there for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and exactly. fully support it. You All never right. know where it can lead, honestly. I think the biggest thing for just most people in general, and I, I think like you can take a page from what with what we had had this discussion with Chase about and and his interest in it, because I think if more people just kind of keep an open mind to it and and like think just give it a, give it a chance and and 
try it out for a little bit. Um, even if you don't completely go vegan, like Dylan said, like we're not saying like you have to go 100% vegan right away, but um, it's just something cool to try. And the more people who are open to it, just there's just no negatives to it. So, yeah, yeah I can literally just experiment with one meal. Start with one meal. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. One meal yeah. and see what it's like. It doesn't have to be a hun- zero to a hundred of yeah. no meat ever again. Just yeah. try for one meal to to cut it out and uh, eat something else and see what it's like. Totally. <laughs> yeah. All right. That about wraps up one of our longest episodes ever. <laughs> well, not not as long we as our New Year's. Episode. Not as long, but it's in there. But we packed a lot in there. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this this little style of literally me coming prepared with a bunch of questions and these two uh, answering them as best they could. And they did a very good job. So Thanks. Uh, we'll let you know, of course, as time goes on, uh, what happens, what I do. Uh, and you'll hear all about it. So keep listening to every Life Talk pod from here on out. You guys cool. have anything else to say? No, I think you wrapped it up perfectly. All right. Thanks for listening. Cool. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to what was hopefully another sensational episode of the Life Talk podcast. After listening to that episode, are you going to go vegan? Are you already vegan? Whatever it is, um, hit us up. Follow us on Instagram at lifetalkpod. Comment below on the post that we're going to make for this week. Let us know your thoughts. And and if you liked this episode and if you liked the conversation that we had around it, it was a long one. Hopefully it was a good one. If you didn't, if you enjoyed it, uh, go follow us on Instagram and come back next week. Adios.